0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Try Robinson, an evangelical pastor in Idaho, who is also a lifelong environmentalist, has battled through his life to try and get conservative Christians many of whom do not take the environmental the environment seriously to realize that being a conservative Christian and an environmentalist are not mutually exclusive most environmental films seem to be framed for a liberal audience they preach to the converted in this film cowboy and preacher aims at the unconverted while offering liberals and non-Christians a fascinating portrayal of a conservative evangelical life, values, and mindset. We're joined today by the director of Cowboy and Preacher, The Life and Times of Try Robinson, Will Fraser. Will, welcome to Film School.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh,
0: yeah, a, a really enjoyable documentary, a very, I say pleasant, it's Not that's not strong enough a word, but a very I- inviting, easy watch for and for I'm saying this as a die in the dyed in the wool liberal who, you know, is ready to my antenna are up when i when I hear something about uh, you know conservative Christians and, and the environmental movement. I'm not I'm not the first person to jump in line to find out usually, but this really does a great job of introducing us to Try and getting us into where he's coming from. Tell me about your journey, if you will. How did you get to know Try Robinson?
1: Well, I um, it, it's a, it's quite a long story, and uh, I suppose it starts with the film I made before this, which was a documentary uh, called Once Upon a Time in Knoxville. And that was a film which um, I had met a guy while I was passing through Knoxville, uh, actually making a, 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 a film even before that, a film about the blues, and uh, we'd met in a um, blues club. And I met this fellow who'd... Um, Built a community of houses out of rubbish, basically junk. So for instance, uh, you would find maybe half, half a house trailer, uh, joined onto a, um, house where the, uh, um, the shingles were made out of bits of wood from old forklift tree, uh, truck pallets and, uh, with maybe a washing machine door as a window and all in this very crazy style which he described as Appalachian gothic. <laughs> and so I made a film about him, um, uh, this guy was called Rollo Sullivan. Um, and I thought this film is going to change the world because surely everyone can see that what we need to happen is for the economy to collapse. We've all got to just reuse all this sort of junk that's knocking around and live, as it were, a kind of, um, uh, I don't want this expression to come across the wrong way, but a sort of, as it were, third world lifestyle where, you know, maybe it doesn't matter so much if uh, you know you don't own a car, but you sort of share a ride with a stranger because you both got to get from A to B, and you don't both need a car. And uh, to quote Rollo, why do people work jobs to earn money for stuff that they don't need? Yeah. Um, and so that was that was where that was my starting point. But what I realized, obviously, that was that actually that's a pretty radical position. And it's a pretty, pretty radical position, even among liberals and even among environmentalists. So, I mean, that film is really only ever going to speak to the kind of uh, extreme sort of hippie fringe of the environmental movement who are sort of kind of still knocking around doing that sort of stuff. And God bless them, they'll be doing that till you know the oil runs out nothing like that and they're great but what i realized and i still i stand by that drum and i love it and i think there's a lot of truth in it but what i realized that if you're going to communicate something which uh which uh brings change then you you can't just uh speak either to a fringe or you can't also preach to the converted um, and at that point i was um uh, less uh, reflective about such things than I am now, and was um very much uh, in uh, my own uh sort of self examination a liberal and uh, but what I realized I thought well, who are the people who really do sway this argument and I think the um the those people are this powerful constituency who are the the religious right or christian conservatives or e- the evangelical wing of uh, the uh, Christian groups however you want to characterize them mm-hmm. and at this point and this is going back 10 years ago I found this group of people rather worryingly fearsome and I couldn't understand them and uh, it's absolutely baffling to me why they would um, uh, have some of the values that they did which included seemingly not caring about the environment and so out of that kind of bafflement I thought, well, the thing to do is to make a film that will persuade them. And then I realized that, obviously, well, you, you've got to have a, a suitable person to do that. And so in my researches, um, uh, the first person I actually came across was Try Robinson. And I came across a film that he made with uh, Bill Moyers, uh, which is um, called Is God Green? And it's a nice portrait of him. And obviously, I realized that Try and quite a few other people actually are doing something similar to what I set out to do, basically trying to communicate with um, people who have Christian core values, uh, but yet don't quite see the value of supporting environmental stewardship. Um, And anyway, so I looked for all sorts of people, but Tri was always the person I came back to. And the reason was uh, there are all sorts of people who talk about things, um, but there aren't that many people who do things and when you meet someone who can both do things and talk about things, then you're onto a winner, I think, because film is about communicating and you do that in in several ways, one of which is talking, but the other is just watching someone go about doing interesting things and try and has this fabulous life as a rancher where he can do everything. He can make everything on the ranch. He can do everything himself. Like a shot of Try's hands to me is more convincing than some pundit talking for 40 minutes um and yet try is also a brilliant pastor uh, a brilliant speaker and and uh, in england i'd use the word sermon i think in america you use the word talk which is maybe uh, <laughs> better. Yeah. Uh, but anyway he's great at giving that sort of the the, the 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 um homily or sermon or talk or whatever you want to call it the, the centerpiece of the service where you really get down to grips with whatever the, the bible readings are so anyway he's he's the man i think mm-hmm. um and during this whole process, I changed because um, uh, I found Tri, in fact, such an inspiring person that um, uh, my whole way of uh, thinking about Christianity changed. Um, I have always been sort of nominally a Christian. Um, I have, I'm i a church musician. I'm employed by the Church of England as an organist and choir director um, and have been so for years. And so I have this kind of organ lofts eye view of Christianity where, I'm at the service, but actually I'm not really listening because I'm kind of thinking, "Oh my God, we've got to start the next piece of music in three minutes. What are we going to do?" Um, and but during this whole process, I was um, trying, trying such a compelling uh, figure that my own faith developed, and so so I now see these people who, I mean, you shouldn't really label anyone, but the people who I had in a previous life, as it were, labeled the religious right or the Christian conservatives or whatever, I now come to kind of, I think, understand a lot of their values. Um, And so I hope as a result of that, the film kind of communicates in a genuine way to show that there is actually, despite appearances, no contradiction between Christianity and environmental stewardship. In fact, quite the opposite, the two things are absolutely hand-in-hand. And in fact, I think to fully develop your Christian morality, you really do have to take on difficult issues like environmental stewardship because of the effect that they have on the world and other people.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, in the film, uh, Cowboy and Preacher, you do a nice job of uh, giving Try the opportunity to sort of explain, from his perspective, sort of where the political schism occurred uh, yep. And he talks about sort of his personal history in in all that. Before I get, before I ask you that question, or before I ask you explain what he says in 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 that, I go back far enough to to remember a lot of the environment, the early parts of the environmental bo- movement. And for me, there is a whole strain of you. You described it slightly differently than I would. There's a whole uh, mm. kind of. Uh, segment of the environmental movement that goes back to Stuart brand and the whole Earth catalog and who and who were born a lot of those were born again uh, religious people who run it wanted to return to kind of the farm experience to return to the land in order to yep. sort of reclaim it and there was always a sort of a patina of you know reverence and uh, bordering on religi- religious religious uh, Theology about that and um and 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 this is where i'm going to get back to the question and and that is when try is describing it there's one issue that seems to have been sort of the the uh the bright shining light that 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 threw a lot of this sort of ideology off the track and that Mm -hmm. would be abortion would it not would that now and he gets into that so I don't know if you want to explain all the things he does in the film, but I thought that he did a good job, and I re- I agreed with almost everything he said. Uh, but anyway, go ahead. If it, your your take on what I'm what I'm talking about,
1: yes. So, so what Tri says was that in the um, uh, in the sixties and seventies, at a, at around the time when abortion was legalized, and um, all sorts of environmental concerns kind of got mixed up with it. So, for instance, people were uh, concerned about population growth which is obviously a concerning thing Um, and so as a result of that maybe some people felt that abortion was not such a bad thing because it's keeping the population down or you know stuff like that Um, and as a result of that uh, a perception that environmentalism might be something that's uh, really occupied by people who would um, feel that abortion is a good thing a lot of Christian conservatives who are uh, morally um, opposed to abortion would therefore run a mile from environmentalism. Uh, so, in a sense, they threw the—it's uh, a horrible image to use in the context. Sorry, threw the baby out with the bathwater. But uh, yeah. I'm that's, if you can think of a better image than that. Um, yeah. uh, but what I think the film shows, I hope, is that these positions. Like, it's a real shame if uh the human political drama, as it were, impacts on the environment in this way, because the environment is not a political thing. The environment is, is uh, uh hopefully something that is eternal, and it transcends all these issues, and politics and politicians come and go. But this environment is something that is very important and magnificent and doesn't come and go, you know, hopefully, unless we really botch it, basically. Um, and also, um, so in other words, I think, There's got to be a way in which maybe environmentalists have to understand the value system from which Christians come from. But also, I think, hopefully, in the film, we show that if Christians believe in the sanctity of life, then they also have to realize that the environment is the sanctity of life issue, right. because not just the great web of life, all of which is sacred, and which in the um, in the Bible study from Genesis, obviously, the, the, uh, um, God repeats this phrase, all living creatures, seven times in this one passage. So in other words, it clearly is between, as Christ says, God and uh, uh, every living creature. It's not just God and man. Um, also, there's not much point... Thinking that life is sacred if you bring life into a world which is denuded and degraded. Right.
0: The environment is apolitical. The environment yeah. what, or the earth will survive. It will continue <laughs> to spin around the sun. Whether or not it will yeah. be a sustainable uh, place for us as human beings is the open question at this point.
1: Exactly. And, exactly. And go ahead. Well, it's
0: the only earth we're ever going to get to because I think it's. In the
1: context of this, I think there are lots of ways of reading the Bible, um, and uh, uh, some, um, uh, some maybe are, are deeper than others. But I think the idea that we could just trash this place and move off to somewhere else is, right. is maybe not the deepest or most realistic view of the great theological drama that's sort of uh, expounded at uh, massive length. In the Bible, a book written over you know thousands of years and right. showing a whole panoply of different peoples and events.
0: Right. I want to remind our l- listeners that we're speaking with Will Fraser. He is the director of Cowboy and Preacher: The Life and Times of Try Robinson. One of the, the things that I really like about the film it it's by by bringing into the conversation. Christianity, evangelical Christianity and environmentalism, you open it up to all. you can't help but want to talk about it. And I find myself without in any way sort of distracting from the the quality of your film. There's also one other thing that sort of lays in the weeds in in, in terms of this hopefully being able to bridge this chasm that we find ourselves at. First of all, there's a lot of the you know the the Pharisees and the money and the money changers involved in the Christian right movement that a lot of people have problems with. Sort of, there's just this idea that I it's hard for me sometimes. gen I, I think Try is genuine and he he has he has put his words into actions, but there's so much of this kind of chicanery going on with TV evangelicals, and it, it it's hard to sort of see past some of that at times for someone who's coming from where I am. And, w- and one other thing, because this is that idea of dominion over the earth, mm-hmm. and this is where I think he does a great job of explaining what dominion means, right, in, in the film, yeah. right? But the other thing that is also in all of that, and it happened about the time we're talking about in terms of sort of this perspective of, you know, Jesus freaks, li- liberal people, you know, becoming Christian and, and, and living out their lives in that way, is also, it also has to do with the dominion issue comes into play where where they talk about men, you know, sort of this idea of women not being able to make decisions about their own bodies. And that, I think, is another part of sort of it's in there. It doesn't, it's not it's not. I just. I feel like that's another part of this. It isn't just about abortion. It's about the idea that dominion in a Christian sense can often be construed or misconstrued as as men lording over all of all other living creatures, and that's a yes. part of this.
1: Yep. I, can, can I can, can I say something? Please. I mean, what I'd say. Um,
0: ultimately,
1: I think there are maybe just a couple of ways of thinking about stuff when all is said and done. One is that if you have a realistic view of the world, you might think, well, might is right. Therefore, a man is, I don't know, bigger than a woman, and so he can damn well tell her what to do or whatever. Um, but I think ultimately there's another way of thinking, which things like religion at its risk come in, and I would define that as a chivalric way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and America's, I think, uh, sort of based on uh, uh, ch- chivalric ideas, and, and they, they haven't always led to happy conclusions. Right. You don't have to look far into the history of the deep south to see that. But um, right. uh,
0: and, and conquering but, the west, and this is sort of this idea. That's that's where I'm. That's where our brand of Christianity. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Exactly,
1: but but genuine chivalry. Yes, is about altruism and yeah, letting the other person through the door first, using that as an image to in every way putting yourself behind the other person and as Tri says uh when jesus himself was asked about that he said that a husband should be crucified for his wife and so anyone Mm. who comes out with the whole dominion thing you'll be able to separate the sheep from the goats at the point of crucifixion, basically. I mean, the, the, you, it's, not, it's not about lording us over people. That's just a really dumb, simplistic way of yeah. thinking. I mean, true Christian sort of fellowship is about caring for the other person and putting their, their, them before you, which is not easy to do. Right. Um, Christianity is a very worldly thing. Remember, uh, Jesus said he's a God of the living, not of the dead. And I think people forget that it's all about this world. I think. Right. And I, I, how you act in it. And trust me, mm. I'm not
0: trying to pick a fight with you on this. I just, no, I just, no, think, no, I just no, no, think, no. I think that there's, it's, it's, I, I, I understand where it happened and why it happened. It just, it feels like it's just, it, it's a little bit more than just, you know, some of the things. Not even in your film. Your film gets into yeah. a lot of this stuff, which I really it appreciate
1: yeah but it yeah. covers it subliminally too because i think that and remember i'm walking a a, a bit of a tightrope myself yeah. in terms of how to communicate this. and there's there's a scene the branding and castration scene of the bulls
0: yes uh
1: is a scene which some people might find hard to watch um and the sort of subliminal message there is a very dark message it's basically that well yeah you can be cruel to animals and be an environmentalist too i'm fully aware of the double, triple quadruple <laughs> edge nature of this film yeah i mean it's and and remember i'm that there are filmmakers who put themselves into the film, and i I'm not really that kind of filmmaker i you, you just let people there are, there are multiple layers of irony and and yeah, you've yeah. got to come away with whatever you want to come away from it as and there are people who are going to uh find certain things in the film difficult, but the main thing is that um generally speaking i think uh Christians are portrayed in a way which makes them seem insane, basically. Right. Um, and so, for instance, at the end of the film, there's a laying on of hand scene, and I think if this was a sort of BBC documentary, they'd have put that first, just to make make it clear that these people are just insane and they're all aliens and just <laughs> let's just laugh at them. Whereas I put that last, so you see it after the whole sort of moral development where they're coming from, whatever. But anyway, um, I think the people who make the headlines are the sort of one percent of people who really are insane and that's why they make the headlines but the 99% of other people are just getting on quietly with their lives and they're doing perfectly good things and Try is one of them, he's a self-evidently good person and that is what gives the film its power, I think he's able to expound a kind of um, uh, a a Christian moral argument and I think this is really interesting because when I made the film I obviously made it for a Christian audience but one of the things which is kind of Rather surprised me in a positive way is that I've shown it in like I live in North London and sort of kind of I mean sort of hipster sort of central basically and so we screened it onto the sort of wall of my sort of uh, but I'm not there anymore but the sort of the hipster sort of workspace with all the sort of film types, I don't consider myself a film type by the way, other uh, sort of film types came in and watched and uh, and once the sort of first five minutes of bafflement had passed, they loved it and it's because I think they're fascinated to see sort of how the other half live or whatever and so this film has this double-edged thing, Christians can watch it and find something in it but also um, non-Christians can, who will probably already see the value of the environment can find out about Christianity, it plays two ways and I think that's pretty crucial and I think the fact that Tri is such a Self-evidently good person is, if you like, the linchpin. Yeah. He is the linchpin, which allows the film to work in that way.
0: Um, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Again, I think that is the thing that makes that distinguishes this film uh, that that he is a well-spoken, articulate, humanistic, or maybe that's not even the right word to use. But he's he's very uh, he's very inviting. He's a very committed, but he's not he's not um, Oh god what's the word I'm looking for uh ready to cut you off if you don't agree with him he, he, it seems yeah. like you could have he and I could be having this conversation a very reasonable conversation about the differences in somewhat different perspective on it and and he lot, would be completely yeah. agreeable and and yeah he does he does well for for he acquits yeah. himself in this film as someone I would love to meet I I definitely would love to talk yeah. to him about this yeah. I'm sorry yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. know, yeah, um, and I mean, it's interesting because coming from a kind of um, uh, sort of uh, more of a film rather than a religious perspective, I think he's coming in a kind of tradition of people because obviously the Wild West is full of, um, like, I mean, a writer like Willa Cather, for instance, is mm-hmm. full of these kind of warm kind of people who kind of stumble out of the desert or whatever. Um, but um, there's one person who, as it happens, is my favorite film director and try reminds me as of to me he's sort of the opposite side of the coin so that man is sam peckinpah Mm -hmm. and i think try and sam peckinpah actually weirdly enough have an awful lot in common with each other um and at first sight that might seem a bit uh, sort of mad because peckinpah obviously sort of spiraled off into this sort of disastrous kind of sort of end and all the rest of it uh whereas try is sort of um, he's got that kind of sunset on Mount Rushmore kind of mm. entering his house justified kind of sort of
0: yeah. sheen
1: to him at the moment and richly deserved. I think one thing you're saying repeatedly is that he's well spoken and I think these things go hand in hand. So Peckinpah was the son of a judge. Try was the son of a high school principal. Weirdly enough, the principal of Beverly Hills High School. So even I've heard of Beverly Hills High School <laughs> and I know and I think. Um, and so in other words, being a, a man of action and being able to sort of uh, pound fence posts into the ground or whatever is not something that has to be at the expense of being literate and educated and okay. thoughtful. The, I, I think the, the problem today is obviously in a nutshell that people are getting into their little echo chambers and they assume right. that to be in one echo chamber, you can't be in another echo chamber. Right. It's obviously you should be able to move freely between all sorts of different points of view. Um, anyway, Peck and Par in his westerns, particularly the one which I found most sort of, uh, I suppose, helpful for this, there's an old one called Ride the High Country, which includes a, I think a rather negatively played, but Bible-thumping farmer who becomes a cropper at the end of it, but um, to me, Try is, if you like, the good version of Bar. they're both from sort of this sort of California, sort of western heritage, Uh, as you say, they have this sort of educated kind of side to them, but have a a very deep uh, glimpse into this world which has kind of vanished but is sort of still there as a, to use a very pretentious word, as a sort of palimpsest or whatever you want to say, uh, sort of it's sort of there but not there. Um, and um, so so also I think, I hope that this film, because the religious yeah. debate and the political debate comes and goes, but I think film hopefully, I hope this film will stand the test of time because it comes in a kind of Western tradition mm-hmm. as well as a kind of environmental and religious tradition.
0: Right. He He is he is uh, there was a time when when ministers were the some of the 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 best and the brightest uh, especially in the frontier right where they brought with them yeah. a moral values moral center they were a they were a, a calming influence on what was undoubtedly a very violent um period in american history they did they've done mm-hmm. and we can look in our own history here in the united states some of the most significant political figures have been among the most religious figures in our country, mm. and brought a tremendous, tremendous uh, value and uh, and values to this country. So, absolutely, I, I, I couldn't yep. agree more. He's not Elmer Gantry. He he's he's more. He is in fact what he says he is. And and uh, I again, I, I I it's a wonderful film. It's a wonderful documentary, and it's well done. In, in addition to everything else, we get a chance to 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 really spend a lot of time with him and, and see how he lives and what he, he he walks the walk and um it is playing at the uh, dances with films film festival coming up this week i believe it's uh, the 14th which is a thursday
1: right thursday the 14th at two forty-five p.m at dances of films at, at the chinese theater so yes absolutely um as they say be there or be square <laughs> i mean it's uh it's the it's the place to be on Thursday
0: afternoon. It always it is, and that's a it's a terrific film festival. It's been getting uh, I think it's been getting better and better every year. So it's good to see it's good to see you're going to be out here for the opening. And is Tri- and try will be coming too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, there you go. It's, you beat me to it. Yeah. Try will try Robinson will be there, and I I, I look forward to. Uh, Seeing this get a wider release, uh, you know, I had a few years ago. I had a documentary filmmaker on who who uh, had been following uh, a, a pretty conservative rep, uh, minister in the gun control uh, debate, uh, you know, violence and all that stuff. And um, so it was. So there are. I don't think you say that on the other side. There are there are conservatives who are making inroads. We need to talk to each other. At the end of the day, more is as putting aside whatever pr- particular issue we're discussing we're describing now we need to talk to each other this is really not a good situation i find that we if he does feel like we're in our echo chambers and uh yeah. anyway. well to quote
1: winston uh, winston churchill w- uh jaw is better than war war so um yeah we've got to talk and um the the environment is i think the most important issue facing us i think a lot of the other things which people get sort of bent out of shape about are are actually it could be sorted out much more easily if people had their heads banging together or whatever. But the environment is something which is real. Amen. Um, cuts, it, I think that, two. obviously, the environment in itself is something that just has to be and respected, basically. It's about respect, how you work yourself, people, and this thing that we have been given, this great gift. Um, but also, it's about, I think, realizing, uh, in, in summation, as it were, you might wonder, well, why did... Uh, sort of God-create conservatives and liberals. And I think the problem. The thing is, people can't do everything by themselves. And if you start thinking about moral frameworks, there are some things which conservatives absolutely get right, but there are other things which they just get wrong. Yeah. And same with liberals. Well, yeah, and sometimes. so if you kind of, um, as Troy's son says in the film, he sort of agrees with about 50% of which each, of each side says. And I think that's about right. And so I think what that, says is that surely we if we want to get everything right we have to learn how to come together and see the value yeah. of what one person might be saying in one issue and yet for that person to be able to realize that maybe he's not so strong in something else and needs the help so for instance um uh, i think to put it in very 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 black and white broad sort of simplistic terms a a conservative might be uh good at sort of working on if you like the personal morality but they fall down perhaps when it comes to the sort of consideration of the next person and the liberal might uh be so concerned with the concern for the next person that they lose one or two of the sort of um sort of uh sort of uh um, uh, kind of uh, things that keep their own morality within a kind of framework, if that makes sense. And so if you yeah. can somehow put all that together in your mind, then there's a way through uh, to, to to allow everyone to be at their best and to allow everyone's strengths to come through and to allow everyone to work together for the common interest. Yes. And, uh, yes. and that, that would be, I think, a way of People starting to to kind of really look at the value systems that everyone has and see that there's a lot of value in all of those and that they can be successfully combined.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I agree that the environment, it trumps everything, in my opinion. It trumps everything. Mm. There isn't an issue that eventually if our, our environment continues to degrade the way it is there isn't anything that it won't impact and um, we have to get this right i feel for these uh these young people who are going to have to deal with the brunt of what looks like a pretty dire situation if we don't get get on top of it right away
1: yeah and it's a massive opportunity for christians um to 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 lead on this Um, uh, and also i think there's there's a kind of um there are different ways so so uh, a, a Christian is um, charged, if you like, with spreading the word, which is a sort of uh, something which can make your sort of self conscious Englishman feel a bit sort of a bit scared basically, <laughs> but anyway um, you, you might think, well, how do you do this and there are groups. Um, I actually have a lot of respect, for instance, for the Jehovah's Witnesses. I mean, they were, after all, the only Christian denomination who stood up to the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think that knocking on people's doors and Bible thumping is quite the way in today's world to do that? Is it not more about what you do at your actions? You know, as, as Christ says, Christianity is a verb. Yes. Um, and so I think if people see Christians as being uncaring, those Christians who allow themselves to be perceived as uncaring, are basically doing Christianity a disservice. Um, And the way to attract people to Christianity is to kind of maybe care about some of these things which are so important and do something about it. And so, in other words, there's an opportunity for moral development and just saving the environment in itself. But also, there's a kind of proselytizing um, opportunity, too, because if people actually do something, it's going to... uh, put christianity in a much better light and christianity at the moment is suffering uh from a, a bit of a credibility gap basically and one thing just tying this back into film I, I i think christianity has somehow slipped out of um conventional film narrative and rather ghettoized itself whereas for instance if you look back in time i mean taxi driver is a Christian film. I mean, you've got these two insane sort of Paul Schrader, sort of Calvinist monk turned into a filmmaker and Scorsese who wanted to be a Catholic priest kind of and you had this sort of uh, tension in the film which results from Calvinism and Catholicism kind of colliding with each other. I mean, isn't, and, and yet it's a dark film and and it's sort of there, Christianity front and center in this, um, facing up to all sorts of strange issues Um isn't that where Christianity kind of should be? And so I think there's, it's not that far ago in the past when when you know you could have this debate in a much um, more normal, less political, less polarizing kind of way. Right. And I think it would be great if we could sort of move things back to there somehow.
0: I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I completely agree with what you're saying. Absolutely. Well, uh, all the best to you out here in uh, in. So sunny southern california on the 14th of june coming up here on thursday june 14th uh, at the i believe the chinese grommet or used to be called the yep, chinese the Gram- Grumman, China 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 theater, yeah. theater for the uh the screening at 245 did you say 245 245 yes. cowboy and preacher the life and times of try robinson the director is will Fraser. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for a very uh, interesting and enlightening conversation. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: My pleasure. Thank you, Mike.